Good morning and welcome to Christ Blessed City podcast, straight from Colchester Baptist Church with Hilary, that's me, and hey. Amy. That's me. And today we have a special guest. Who's that, Amy? Yes, we have Pastor Lee McDade with us today and brace yourselves, we will be talking all things practical in our Christian day-to-day life, inspired by his debut book, Battle Drills for Life. Mm-hmm. So grab your Bibles, a cup of coffee, but don't go anywhere just yet. We'll be back after a short break. And welcome back. And we have Lee with us. Hello, Lee. How are you today? Hello there. I'm very good. Thank you very much. Good. We're really pleased that you made the time to be here with us today. We know you have a busy schedule and especially to be talking about your new book called Battle Drills for Life. Mm-hmm. Um, can I just read to the people what it says on the back of the book? Yeah. Sure, okay. <laughs> okay, here it goes. Lee McDade served in the British Army for six years in Bosnia before joining Sazara, where he served for 14 years in Germany the Infantry Training Centre in Catterick and at Colchester Garrison with 16 Air Assault Brigade. In 2021, he received a commendation from the Chief of General Staff for services to the spiritual and pastoral care of recruits and permanent staff at the ITC. Wow. Um, when I couldn't be more impressed, I am right now. And today, today he works in full-time church ministry, here in the south of England and works with disadvantaged people as a director of the Open Door Charity. Mm-hmm. Welcome aboard. Where Lee. I volunteer, he's mm-hmm. kind of my <laughs> boss. Okay, so for those who don't know Lee, what is SASRA? Okay, SASRA stands for the Soldiers and Aviators Scripture Readers Association and it's a Christian charity that works alongside the chaplaincy um, and we're basically there to support soldiers with all their spiritual needs and to present a clear gospel presentation to them as well. So scripture reading is a part of it, but... You yeah, literally... so the word scripture reader comes from our heritage. The first ever scripture reader was a sergeant called Sergeant Rudd, and back in the Napoleonic Wars, um, he would go up and down the lines and read his Bible to his men because oh. um, most of them couldn't read so they nicknamed True. him the scripture reader um, and then from that from there we, we became an, all sorts of different things and ended up as Sazra eventually yeah. so about oh, 200 years old Yeah. so why call your book Battle Drills for Life mm. okay so I've got a really good friend uh, chaplain Padre Phil Burrows and we served together at the School of Infantry and we wanted to do an evangelistic course but because they were recruits we couldn't do a whole six-week course all in one go. Mm-hmm. So we borrowed, pinched, uh, all the best bits. <laughs> Always the best from one. Absolutely. All sorts of different courses like Christianity Explored, um, Alpha, um, Christianity Explained. And we did our own bespoke course and we called it Battle Drills for Life. And I promised my mate Phil that one day I would write a book and call it Battle Drills for Life. And that's what you've done. Yep. And I've read it and it's, well, it, I've got to admit, it blew me away. Thank you very much. So chapter one is called Test and Adjust. Mm-hmm. Explain that. Okay, Test and Adjust is for a soldier. Most soldiers will know what Test and Adjust means. Uh, and it's all to do with your firing position when you're holding a weapon system. So mm. you may be firing at the range. It might be 300 metres away. And you may be missing the target or slightly off centre. Mm. So you go up to the target, you realise where you're missing, and you test and adjust your position. 
Uh, and if you've tested and adjusted your position and you start hitting the target right in the centre, you mm. know it was your position that was wrong. If you're missing a target still, there could be something wrong with a weapon system. But but they usually call out test and adjust. So you just get in a more comfortable position, slow your breathing down and uh, fire yeah. your weapon system. So how would you apply that concept to our Christian life, our day-to-day life? Well, well I think uh, in life in general, we need to test and adjust. Um, you know, so for me as a Christian, I may be involved in some sort of ministry or so for example, I worked with Sazra for 14 years um, and, and I just felt that there was a possibility that I was called into something else. So I needed to test and adjust. Um, and sometimes I think we need to do that in life in general. You know, we need to test and adjust something. Sometimes things are not going right in our life. So it's good yeah. to sometimes have a bit yeah. of self-examination and, and test and adjust to see if things are still working. You might not be reading enough scripture. You might need to test and adjust mm. and read a bit more. Um, your prayer life might be off-centre. Um, so you need to test and test and adjust. Um, and I just think you can apply it to every aspect of your Christian life. Um, as far so, as I'm concerned. So would you say that there are almost some spiritual priorities we need to follow? Oh, I would say so, yeah, definitely. Mm. I think... Um, Well, I can only use myself as an example, but, um, you know, for me, combinations are great. So prayer and scripture um, is, is an absolute must for the Christian. You know, I, I never, yeah. I try very hard not to start my day without reading some scripture, about praying and just presenting myself to God first thing in the morning and say, here I am, <laughs> you know, here, here's yeah, me. Yeah, a spiritual morning shower. Yeah, absolutely. And, um, and ask God to guide me for that day. You know, the dark times I don't do that, I struggle a little bit. So, um, but I think if yeah, you can, if you can mm. have a bit of quiet time with God every day, and it's not always easy. I know we live in busy worlds, so you have to carve that out. You have to test and adjust yes. your routine maybe and carve and out some time for God. I agree because I tried many times to do it based to spend that time with God based on what I heard from other people works for them. Mm -hmm. yeah. But then I realized that I was trying to fit in a mold that's not me. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so yeah. right now, that time with God can be in the afternoons mm -hmm. or late yeah. evenings, but mm -hmm. also early mornings yeah. if I'm up and I, yeah, yeah. I don't want to rush things. Mm -hmm. That's what I feel. And yeah. I made it a bit of a mission in life mm -hmm. this September to stop rushing to places mm -hmm. uh, and Yeah, running from one thing to another. Absolutely, and we all—I think we've all learned the hard way, all three yeah. of us—that we, you need rest. You Absolutely. need yes. good yeah, spiritual definitely. rest mm -hmm. in yeah, order to recover. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And that can be reading scripture. It can be praying. Mm -hmm. It can yeah, just be absolutely. chilling out with another Christian yeah. friend. Yeah, I find that just any sort of silence you can get if you can ever get it. And yeah. I know, agreed. You know, That's precious. I've got, I've got three kids, um, two grandchildren, um, so right. you know. We, we know all about noisy and busy lifestyles, but, um, you know, whatever suits you in that day. But I think it's essential that we, we establish communication with God and mm. spend copious amounts of time with him um, because that's what he wants. And I've heard you call that establishing comms or maintaining comms. Yeah, and maintaining comms is always important. <laughs> so, yeah, um, you know, for the soldier, if you don't maintain comms, you could be in deep trouble. Yeah, I think it's one of the chapters in the book, actually. And that was my mate, Phil, who told that story, <laughs> you know, so, yeah. But communication goes both ways. Yeah, it does, yeah, absolutely. We need to, mm -hmm. well, I need to, I'll speak for myself here, to also set time aside to listen mm -hmm. and not just yeah. vent and tell God everything's on my mm -hmm. heart, please give me this, get me ready for the day, but then actually take five minutes to sit and listen. Mm -hmm. And yeah. I think that's, that's the important. bit I think we all struggle with, mm -hmm. I do. 
and Not just really. to remember to yeah <laughs> just to remember to do i'm going to be rise above that folks because yeah. you know honestly you're on higher ground you've got the higher grounds because <laughs> i know i'd lose as well <laughs> not necessarily i mean you know it was good enough for jesus he used to go away take himself off you know yes. up a mountain mm. somewhere and yeah if, if jesus needed to communicate with his father sometimes and listen yeah. Um, then we we must do as well. I know? think boundaries comes in there. Mm. They, yes. they come in there because oh, I, ju- I was just sharing to my sister Hillary here <laughs> how easygoing I am when it comes to saying yes, yes oh, to people. Yeah, yes, I'll do it. Yes, mm. I'll go. And then five minutes later, I realized maybe that wasn't wise. Yeah, yeah. You need to test and adjust. Yeah. Yes, yes, absolutely. Yeah. That's my... Um, I mean, when it's me, she says yes to. She has no problem saying yes. no five minutes no. later. But <laughs> when it's other people... <laughs> Yeah. We can all fall into that trap of thinking of we, we ought to do yeah. it, and you learn. You know, you learn. You do learn. I think you either you you never win and you lose. You either win and you learn. So yes. you know, and life's a learning game, yeah. especially yeah. the Christian life. And I, I love in your book here in chapter one it says um, that our corporate worship mm-hmm. is really important, yeah, but to be able to worship with other Christians to sing and praise God, uh, it's vital for us to be fully equipped. Mm-hmm. Would you elaborate more on that? Yeah, I think, you know, a good church service is all about equipping, as I call the saints. You know, the Bible calls Christians the saints and um, yeah. we need to be fully equipped. We need to we need to be filled up. Um, and I think you can only really get that if you're in corporate worship with each other. So coming to church on a Sunday, whether you feel like it or not, there's been so many services um, in the past where I felt, you know, I just maybe I just mm-hmm. won't go today. And I've, mm-hmm. I've gone to that particular service and it's just, been exactly what I needed for that day and for that week um, and you know it's like refueling um, we, yeah. need, we need to be in corporate worship with each other so mm. iron sharpens iron and mm, um, you know mm. Christians are iron and we need to sharpen each other yes and we, we can only do that if we're together and I know it's not always possible to, to be at church um, you know we we have busy lives and we work on Sundays now and there's all sorts of reasons why we can't be there but as much as you possibly can I think some sort of corporate worship with each other um, is great Mm. and we'll be right back after a short break yeah well it's been up to me to uh, welcome you back thanks for (laughs) listening to our podcast so far thanks for putting putting up with us and helping us to test and adjust a little bit as we as we carry on so I think I'm ready to be grilled some more (laughs) Absolutely. We're all ready to go over here. Uh, So I'm looking back in your book right now and uh, there's a part in it where you say you encourage your readers to do you need to stop and test and adjust. And then you carry on saying, I think it's a daily process we all need to go through. Mm -hmm. Would you care to elaborate on that a little bit? Is there a specific moment you can pinpoint and say that's when I really had to stop, refocus, regroup and adjust? Yeah, absolutely. I think, um, especially if you're involved in full-time Christian ministry, uh, you can you can end up sort of going with the flow. Mm. And I think there was possibly a time um, after maybe about ten years of being in full-time ministry where I realised I, mm. I might, you know, I was doing it possibly for the wrong reasons, um, which sounds odd. But so I had to test and adjust. I had to reconnect with God and remember mm. my first love. Remember the, re- the whole reason that I was doing it in the first place, which is to share Jesus Christ. And you can get very busy in ministry. Um, yes. And so every now and then, even as a minister or someone in full-time ministry, you have to stop, reflect and test and adjust. 
And I think you usually feel that because maybe some things are not going right. Um, ministries mm-hmm. are sort of not working or you're just not yeah. uh, on tip-top form. And I think when that happens, I just thought of a psalm actually. It says, you know, <laughs> why is my soul so downcast, oh my lords? Yeah. Uh, and, and, he's, and he's actually saying, you know, what is wrong with me? Is there something wrong? Do I need to do something else? Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, I think for him it's turning back to God, getting back into the sanctuary with the Lord. And, and and re-establishing comms and re-establishing that relationship. So, I mean, it happens to me quite a lot, but I test and adjust probably every day. Um, and there's yeah. so much freedom in what the psalmist says. Oh, absolutely. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. What is it? Why am I feeling this mm-hmm. way? Yeah, yeah. And it's okay to, to ask those questions. Yes, it is. That's why the psalms are there. Very often, because we've gone off in our own direction and yeah, our own usually. strength. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. usually. So, which is another reason you have to test and adjust. Yeah. You're going, <laughs> going in the wrong direction, you yes. need to get... Back on the right direction, so I, yeah. like driving into yeah. a minefield, but that's for another <laughs> chapter. Yeah, we'll talk about that another day. Yeah, that's yeah. a good one. Um, yes, absolutely. Um, how can boundaries fit into this? Well, I think boundaries are important. I think everyone needs boundaries. Um, you know, I'm mm-hmm. ex-military, and boundaries are really important. If you overstep the boundaries, you can end up losing your life. So, mm. well, um, I think we need to set true. boundaries for ourselves, uh, for other people. Um, as a minister, I need to set boundaries because mm. um, otherwise you can, you know, you can go for it. You can work all the hours that the Lord gives you. You can end yes. up burnt out. Um, and we also need to set, set boundaries where we, again, as I've said, and I can't overemphasize this enough, we spend time with the Lord, whether mm. that is in the morning, the afternoon or the evening. You, you, but you have to put the boundaries in place because um, they're easily, you know, they're easily dissolved and you can end up missing out on that time. Um, and boundaries are good for us as well. We know where we stand with boundaries. Um, boundaries and priorities, really. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So, and some of the boundaries that you might put in place, you can test and adjust with later. They might not be mm-hmm. the right ones, so you can. You or can they might out. fit for a season, but yeah, not absolutely. forever. Yeah, things yeah. are for a season. Yeah, yeah. definitely. I, I definitely believe that. Yeah, me too. Mm-hmm. And I love that encouragement you say after Romans twelve two, ask God to reveal to you today what it is that needs adjusting. So I think if we feel our life is out of balance and we don't know what's going wrong. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, I'm a great believer in... So uh, it can be quite... It comes with a government health warning, really. But I, I, <laughs> yeah. something I suggest someone does every now and then is ask God to reveal to you the things in your life that are maybe not right. Yeah. If you ask God that, he will show you. And so just be prepared for that because I've done it a few <laughs> times. It can be painful being disciplined, I yeah. know. Yes, well, well, prune, God prunes us, doesn't he? So I'm pruning this yes. could be yeah. a painful process, but yeah. it's needed. You know, and there's things in my life that still need pruning, and there always mm. will be because I'm a work in progress. We all are. We so. all yes, are. that's okay. So and long may that continue. Amen. <laughs> so one of the um, paragraphs that I've paraphrased, well, not paraphrased, but I've cut a bit out here that really spoke to me Mm. is this one. It says, the word of God and the study of it is so vital because it is a living word that when we read it, it reads and adjusts us. Mm -hmm. And you you actually use the it reads and adjusts us more than once throughout the chapter. Mm -hmm. And I love that. But what do you mean by that? How would you explain that to somebody who doesn't get it? Well, I'm a great believer in that scripture achieves everything it needs to achieve. Uh, I love to introduce people to the gospels. And I'm also a great believer, if you can introduce someone and get them to at least listen or read the gospel, it will reveal their life to them. Um, 
I can't. I don't know. It's not my quote. I, it was given to me by someone else, and I actually can't remember who it was. Years and years ago, I think when I first became a Christian, mm. um, someone said, "As you read the Bible, it reads you." So, and I and it does, mm. and that's my testimony. As I began to read the Bible, it started to reflect itself back into my life, and it read me, and it um, you know it showed me who I was. It revealed my heart to me. Um, so I'm a great mm. believer in putting scripture in people's hands as much as possible, or reading scripture. Or having it listened to, I think it's vitally important. Um, it's like a mirror, but it's a truth mirror. You don't see what yeah, you want to see, you absolutely. see what's there. Well, the verse, that, the verse that I was converted with, you know, it could have been, couldn't be more right, was what is it for a man to gain the whole world but to lose his soul? Mm. And, I, and I couldn't believe yeah. it when I read that. I thought, how do you know that? Yeah. How do you know how I'm feeling? That, that's unbelievable. Um, and that was from another organisation, Our Daily Breads, who I absolutely admire immensely. You know, and all I did was read a little black scripture inscription on the side, and that was what it said that day, and that was enough to really convict Sometimes me. Sometimes that's all you, you know? need, especially at the beginning. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Bite size. Yeah, bite size scriptures. So, for those who might be listening and they're not familiar with the mm-hmm. gospel, with the message of Jesus, what book would you recommend they start reading first? Uh, so, I like all the gospels. I used to suggest people read Mark. Because uh, it's a lovely, fast-paced scripture, it gets straight to the point. I think my favourite gospel, so the Matthew, Mark, Luke, are synoptic gospels. You know, they're, talk, they're real synopsis of Christ's life. But my favourite one is actually John, because mm. it's beautifully written and it's it's really personal. Um, it's very spiritual that one. Yeah, the others are very factual. Absolutely, but I, I, I like people to read Mark. I used to go through the Book of Mark with people quite a lot because um, it's fast-paced, it's action-packed, and and it gets to the point. You know, I think Mark starts off. This is the gospel. This is the gospel about Jesus Christ mm. and you can't get more plain and clear than that so yeah so I, I'd go for Mark I'd actually go for Matthew Mark Luke or John funny old thing so <laughs> anyone anyone that you're familiar with or want to share with people it's oh. just introducing people to Jesus I think it's vitally important yeah. to introduce people to Jesus Christ and you know he asked that question who do people say that I am and mm. I think that is a question that everybody in the world needs to answer at least once you know who yeah. do you think Jesus Christ is that's Not something you can matter. walk away from, that question. No, 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 I don't yeah. think so. So, um, yeah. So we're coming close to the end here mm-hmm. now, but I just have one more question. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> There's always one more. Always. Oh, I'm the one in meetings. No, I'm not, actually. <laughs> <laughs> um, just in interviews. Is there a... We talk in scripture and mm-hmm. how important it is and it reads us back and it transforms mm-hmm. us. Mm-hmm. Is there a specific scripture or text that you you've been drawing strength from lately oh good question thank yeah, you yeah well so cool there's loads i mean i'm a great i'm a great lover of the psalms so um psalm 23 is always a good one for me to read so we've just done a podcast on psalm 23. okay yes yeah, so coming psalms, soon folks stay tuned i love i love psalm 23 but you know i just love the bible um yeah and i relate to all scriptures um, obviously, my favourite one is John three sixteen, which I like to reflect on quite a lot. Um, for me, I think it's um, I think it comes from Hebrews where it says, "Hold fast to your confession." Mm-hmm. You know, uh, I think holding fast is what we need to do as Christians when the storms come. Yeah. This week, I've been studying Jesus calming the storm. So um, we we did it in John, but I've just read it from Mark um, where Jesus calms the storm and says, "Oh, you know, you've got still haven't got the faith that you need." Yeah. And I think that was a reminder to me today because life's full of storms and sometimes I still, you know, don't react in the right way. 
mm-hmm. try and do it in my own strength. And I think it was Jesus yes. saying to me, Lee, you've got to trust in me. You know, yes. I can I can calm a storm. I can do whatever you want. You know, please, you know, please Just ask me for trust. help. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's so, good. Um, good. yeah, I just love scripture. To be fair, <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, so we're going to wrap this up, mm-hmm. but I have some quick-fire questions to ask you. So here we're going to ask all our guests mm-hmm. these questions. Mm-hmm. Okay, here we go. Morning or evening? Morning. Tea or coffee? Coffee, good coffee, not rubbish coffee. <laughs> Second that. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. we all yeah, yeah. that. Yes. Cat or dog? Oh, dog. Old or New Testament? Oh, that's, oh, I love them both. Yeah, I, oh, I thought you might say that. that. Yeah. NIV or ESV, English Standard mm. Version. I'm a great fan of the English Standard Version. Yeah. Um, NIV, I'll cope with. It's um, <laughs> the one we use in church, folks. <laughs> yeah, I like um, I like the New King James, um, mm-hmm. but I think um, you know Scripture can sometimes translate Scripture. So as long as it's a really good translation and you're using it for the right reasons, I don't mind a paraphrase. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I I wouldn't preach from it. I'd, I'd yeah, rather no. preach from NIV, ESV. Okay, brilliant. Well, thank you very much for coming in, Lee. And I know Most you'll be welcome. back again because there's more than one chapter in the Happy book. Days. <laughs> <laughs> so we chapter two next time, folks, when Lee joins us. But for our next podcast, well, you'll have to keep tune in to hear what that one's all about. Excuse <laughs> my teeth, they keep falling out. <laughs> and I keep catching them. That's absolutely <laughs> pretty, pretty gross, to be honest with you. Sitting there watching that. It's good we don't have a video today. Yeah, yeah. It's just audio Absolutely. for your safety as listeners. Yeah. We love you, we respect you, and uh, we thank you for your time. And we can't wait to talk to you again soon. Brilliant stuff. Absolutely. So, in the meantime, it's goodbye from Lee. Yep. And it's Ta-da. goodbye from me. And it's goodbye from her. Good Bye. night, folks. All right. See you later. Bye.